Today's Shir in Mishtabur Yomi is Daf Ayin Aleph Omud Aleph. And we're in the second volume of Mishtabur, we begin a brand new simon today, Din Shamish Hasuda, Simon Kuf Samach Test, the rules that deal with the person who's a waiter at the table. Now, in those days, they had a little bit of a different situation than we necessarily do today, as we'll see as we go through this simon. Mechaba starts off and he says, Kol Anything that you bring in front of a person, serving him food at the table. Sheesh lo reyach, that has a very pleasant aroma to it, a very nice smell to it. So therefore, a person is toiv lo, a person is going to want to eat it, adam toiv lo, tzorich li temimenu l'shamash miyad. You must give it to the shamash. If you don't, it's going to cause problems for him. He's going to be very, very upset that he doesn't have any food. It could potentially physically harm him. So therefore, the person, the shamash over here, smells the food. You have to give it to him miyad. Immediately give it to him. Umidis Chasidus, the Mechaber continues, a very generous person, should not only give him that food that he smelled, but he should give him all the foods that are over there. That's the right way for a generous person to go do, to give to his waiter over here who's serving him. Again, it's different than our waiters in our restaurants. Their waiters would eat with them, so therefore the person is going to be suffering. Everybody else is eating and smelling this food, and he's not, so therefore it's appropriate to give to this waiter. The Chavetz Chaim in the Bir Halacha, Dibra Masul, called Dovah, Chuli writes, Even if they brought in many uh, delicious aromatic foods over here, you have to give it to him from everyone, as the Gemara explains. Now we're looking at Mr. Bruce of Cardinal. If you write, it has a nice, fragrant, uh, delicious taste smell to it. Or it has a pungent smell to it, which is also very, very uh, desirable for the person. The Hainu Tam Chomot has a vinegary taste, but it's a very, very uh, enticing type of a smell that the person wants to eat it. And this is based upon the Gemara and Brachos. The Gemara says over there, Sheikh Rashi brings down that when it says a pleasant aroma, it means also a pungent taste, which can be just as pleasing and appetizing to a person. Sivkot and Bays, and Mr. Bruce says, Sarkli. You have to give to him. The Dover Sheesh Lorach, something that has an aroma to it. Mazikli Yodim, it can physically damage a person. Kishaochlim, the fun of you eating it in front of him, Fu Toivlo, and he desires it. They know Salomiyad, and you don't give it to him right away. Avod Dover Sheesh Lorach, something doesn't have a really pleasant aroma to it. It doesn't really have a taste, a smell to it. Yochel Lechel Trila, Yachakachitil Shamash. Then you can eat first, and only afterwards the Shamash can get his meal. Kidilakamim is Simon Kuf Ayin, Siv Gimel. As we will learn in Yitzhashem in the next Simon in Siv Gimel. Mishnah Buri Sivkat and Gimel writes, you have to give it to the Mi'ad immediately to the Shamis. And you don't have to give him a full meal, you just give him a taste of it right now, and that's adequate to get you through this immediate din over here. Because when he has a little taste, he'll become calm, and it won't physically hurt him that he's not eating a little bit of the food that he's smelling so aromatically. Because of Achronim, the Achronim write, Afilum Hisna in Mishoso Bishas Chiruso, lift her Even if you made a deal with the waiter beforehand, they said, Listen, you're going to be our waiter, but you're not going to eat from the delicious food that we have, so that deal doesn't work. Lo Mahani at tonight. That type of a tonight doesn't work. That's talking about where the shamish was not planning on eating with them. So you can't make it tonight that if you smell something delicious, you you don't have a right to eat it. However, but if he's also eating with them, but it's his turn to go bring the food, and he's bringing the food, and he wants to grab first, then he doesn't have to eat first. Everybody else can eat first, and he can eat afterwards. 
Then he brings down Isa Gemara. It says in the Gemara, Demisha Riach Riach Michael If anybody smells something that's brought out from food, has a delicious aroma to it, and he desires it, If the person, for whatever the reason, is not able to eat from that food and he smells that food and it makes him salivate, so he shouldn't swallow that saliva. It's very dangerous if he swallows that saliva, but he should spit it out. The yuchalovo, the sakona, the person could get into trouble physically. It could damage him uh, if he swallows such saliva. He should spit out the saliva, obviously in a respectful way, and that he doesn't swallow the saliva. Tishah foot number one brings down that we'll learn in Simon Tov Reishud Zayin, that the Mechaber writes over there, this is something that a person should be stringent about. Medically, I can't necessarily explain this. However, if Chazal tells us that this is a danger, we don't play games with danger, and therefore one shouldn't swallow the saliva in this situation, better to spit it out. Mr. Bird Sivkat and Dalit writes, we call Min Vimin, you should give him a little bit from all of the different foods that are being brought out there. That's a Midus Chasidus. So he says, This is even for the items that don't have a very uh, delicious or pungent smell. Dalkoponim, nevertheless, Gambazem, it's Tarhu. It's also difficult for the person seeing other people eating. Kishor, Shari, Anoshim, Oklin, Vuen, and he doesn't have a chance to eat. It's, it's hard. Lahabdil, Elf Abdullah, so the person's on a tightness and he's feeding his kids and the children, the young children are eating. So it's hard for a person to feed the children on a tightness. So when you can't eat, so then it makes it more difficult. Chavetz Chaim in the Bihalacha, Dibra Maschot, Tzorich Litemimenu, adds on an interesting point. He says, Mistavak, Yeshlo Mishorish, Skirul Shan. If you have a regular waiter that you've hired basically for the year, if you Amalo Betchila, and you tell him at the beginning of the year, Sheemash, Tovo Li, Dover, Shesh Bokiu, Averecha, Ani, Marshal, Choshitito, Mitchila, whenever a good smelling food comes out and you smell it and you want to have it, Gizuntate, you can go and take it. The Sagib is there. You don't have to tell him each individual time, would you like some, would you like some, would you like some, but it's enough to say up front, listen, whenever there's a delicious smelling food, you can go and take some. That's adequate, the Chavetz Chaim says. In the next Debra of Maskel, the Bira Locha Lashamish, the Chavetz Chaim adds another interesting thing. He says, This is true not only for the waiter, but for the cook as well. And even if you're not responsible to give that person lunch, but if the person's cooking for you and he smells the delicious food, so he has to be able to be given some of it as well. And he says, further than what says, even if a guy's walking nearby and he smells all this delicious food and he's not your cook and he's not the waiter. If he's there at the very time that they're bringing out this delicious smelling food, you should give him a little bit to taste because if he salivates, and he went to swallow the saliva, it would be dangerous, so therefore give him a little bit of taste, and this way that's not a problem. And he says, Vashash, the memory of the Rav Huna Shom, the Gemara there brings down a story with Rav Huna. And the Shulchan Aruch there specifically mentions this din over here by the Shamis. So he says, The reason the Gemara mentioned the case with the Shamish, and the Shulchan Aruch brought down the case with the Shamish, because that's the common place. Who else is going to be bringing out the food? It's unusual to have people that are in the room that are eating the food, uh, that are smelling the food and not eating with you. So that's why it says the shamish. Shashamish bevade omechom b'shashimivia. The shamish is definitely going to be there at the time they bring out the food. As opposed to mashe'en came beyond the macher, it's usually unusual for another person. Ain derech shiyoshi b'shashochem. He's not sitting over there when the food is being brought out. And therefore, the Chofetz Chaim says, Ve'asher dimitamzeh, because of this, Ha'minog b'cho Yisrael. This is a common minog in all of Klai Yisrael. Kishu'odom nichnas l'beis chaveru b'shashochem. If somebody comes into the house while you're eating, the minog is, korin lo lecho. Sit down and join us at the table, even if you hadn't planned on it, because of this idea that it's dangerous for somebody to smell the food and not partake of it in some way. So this is why Klai Yisrael, old tzaddikim, and gomli chasodim invite people into their houses when they come in to eat them and join them at the meal. 
In the next Dibra Maskel, the Chavetz Chaim writes in Dibra Maskel Miyad, he says, the Nota Dover, this din that we're talking about over here, is when we're dealing with when the waiter is not accustomed to eating from the food. He's not a regular person. As we already pointed out, if he's expected to eat and he's just serving, so then he doesn't get a right to take first. He has to wait, so to say, till he serves and then he eats. That's what Chavetz Chaim says in the case that we're talking about where he's not expected to eat, that's why he has such a desire over here and you have to give him first. As opposed to places where the custom is that the waiter does eat. He just eats afterwards. You don't have to give him first because he knows he's going to get and he'll wait till it's his turn. This din is like what the Mogan Rom said, that if somebody's eating with you at the meal, the less lambod, then there is no reason that you have to be mocked in one person versus the other person. And he says, That's why people aren't so careful if somebody smells something that he should be the first one to take it. If he knows it's coming to him, that's perfectly acceptable. Now we go back to the Mechaber. The Mechaber writes, You shouldn't go and give it to him. We'll explain who him is in a second. While he has the cup in his hand, or while the cup is in the hand of the Balabais. What are we talking about over here? So the Mishnah Brewer explains in Sifkat and Hay, we're talking here that the waiter shouldn't be given the food when he has a cup in his hand and one of the people at the table shouldn't give him food at that moment in time. Sivkot involved biyado means biyad hashamish. We're talking about where the shamish has a cup in his hand and the people see the shamish smelling it over here. The waiter is smelling the food and is starting to turn green and he's salivating. So somebody quickly wants to give him a piece of the food. So you shouldn't do this while the waiter is holding the cup in his hand. The shemim mitoshu torah bilikichas apruso because he's so desirous of taking this piece of food that you're going to give him. Yishafech hakos shemayvil shulchan. He's going to drop the the liquid that he's carrying out to the table and mess up the whole table. That's the first shot that Mishnah brings. Others say, If the oreach, if the guest is holding a cup in his hand, the guest shouldn't, while he's holding the cup, quickly give the waiter some food. Because the guest who's giving the waiter food may take a look at the balabayas, and the balabayas is giving him a, a side look that said, what are you doing, what are you giving my waiter so much food? He's not happy that you're giving the waiter. Because maybe he knows exactly how much food is prepared, and he doesn't have enough for the waiter to have a sizable portion. And therefore, the guest is going to tremble a little bit, and as a result, and he's going to drop the cup, and it's going to mess up the table. So Therefore, the Mechab is telling us over here, in either of these two scenarios, don't give the waiter the food at that moment in time. That Either the waiter has a cup in his hand or that the guest has a cup in his hand. Don't give the waiter the food because it could lead to dropping the beverage all over the table and ruining things. Sivkat and Zayin, Biyad Balabais, Kenis Kalel, as we just spoke a moment ago, the Shema Yakbid Balabais, because maybe the Balabais is going to be upset that the person is giving his waiter food. When we told Kaiso, because he's angry, Yishofei Chachos Miyado, he's going to drop the cup in his hand. And that's going to mess up the table. So if anybody's holding a cup over here, either the waiter or the guest that's giving him the food, or if the Balabais has a cup in his hand, that's not the moment to give the waiter from the food. Then the Mishaburah adds, Ye Shomrim, the Av Balabais Biatzmo. Even the Balabais himself, Lo Yitin Lashamash, Shakosh Biyana Shamash. He shouldn't give it to the Shamash either while the Shamash is holding the cup. Even though Gam Kemitamanal, the Mitokshu Torah Bil Kichasaprusa, Yishafech Hakos Biyoda. Because here, even though the owner is not going to be upset, but maybe the waiter, in his desire to take this food item, which he smells and which is so delicious, he's going to spill the cup. Via Kakolo, Uginaili Amasu Misud. It's going to cause a mess at the table and an embarrassment to all those people that are sitting at the table. 
Now we go to the Ramah. The Ramah adds, V'davku l'shamish. This is talking here about the shamish, the waiter. But if somebody else is at the table, one guest is giving to another guest, so therefore you're not worried that the Baal is going to be upset because he invited the guest, so they're going to be eating, so therefore we're not concerned that he's going to be so torrid over here and he's holding the cup and you're passing him some food that he's going to drop the, the cup and make a mess at the table. The Mishnah Brewer explains the Sivkot and Ches. Pirush. If the balabais is holding a cup, one guest can give to another guest food because the balabais is not going to be upset at this. The balabais invited all the guests to the table, so certainly he's not going to be upset and drop the cup because one guest is giving another guest another piece. And we don't have to be concerned that it's going to lead to him dropping the cup and messing up the table. And this is brought down in the name of Tamidi Rabbeinu Yonah. Furthermore, the Mishnah says, We see from this, that if somebody else is walking by and a guest wants to give that person food, he doesn't have the right to do so because the Balabas might be upset and it's not yours. The Balabas gave you permission to eat, but he didn't give permission to go give his food to other people. If you look in Sif Katan Yud in the Sharetzi on the Chavetz Chaim adds, this is even if the Balabais is not holding a cup in his hand, the guest is still not allowed to go give a person walking by something from the table. This brings down from the Prima Godim that a guest doesn't have the right to be uh, with another guest if the guest wasn't invited. You can't go invite a guest to eat at the table at the expense of the owner or the host who didn't invite that person. Finally, the Mechaber concludes the first sif, and he says, This is a very, very important halacha. And the Mechaber says, it's forbidden, it's also for a person to go give a piece of bread, a slice of bread to somebody, if he knows that that person did not wash his hands, and will not wash his hands, but will eat the bread without washing his hands. The Mishnah Brewer explains in Sifkot and Tess, Pirush, La shamish. You're not allowed to give the shamish over here a piece of bread if he hasn't washed his hands until asidayim. The chayshinon shema mitoch tirdaso because he's so busy involved in serving the food to the people at the table. Yishkach he's going to forget milito yodav to wash his hands until asidayim. However, the Mishnah says, But to somebody else, you don't have to be concerned that the person you give him a slice of bread that he didn't wash until asidayim, unless. Unless you know that this person is going to eat that bread without Nitila Sidaim. And then the Mishnah Bura says, You're not allowed to give it to him if you know that he's not going to wash Nitila Sidaim. Now, this is a tremendously potential controversial halacha in terms of how do we ever give a non religious person a slice of bread or any other food? He's not going to wash his hands, he's not going to make a bracha. So we'll discuss this momentarily. So the first opinion over here is that this applies not only to the waiter, but if you know somebody else is not going to wash their hands, so then you don't give it to them. But Stam, you don't have to worry about it. However, then he brings down the Yeshmach Mirmbazeh. He brings down an opinion in the name of Hamidah Rabbeinu Yonah that there are those that are Machmir, even in this situation, not to give it to another person if you think that he might not wash his hands. Not only that you know that he didn't wash his hands. And then he adds, however, if you're giving it to a poor person, and this is tzedakah, then, unless you know for certain that he's not going to wash his hands, you can be mekel, as we learn, as the Ramah will point out in a moment in Sith Beis. So let's go to Sif Beis, which is really intimately collected, connected to this last din in Sif Aleph. The Mechaber says, Lo lecho, What person shouldn't give food to somebody? Unless he knows that that person will make a bracha. The Yesh in the Ramah says, There are those that are mekel, according to the Ramah, If you're giving it to a poor person for the purposes of tzedakah, so then, even if you don't know for certain that he's going to make a bracha, you can still give it to him. And this is brought down in the name of the Ri.
The Mishnah Bura Tzif Katan Yud explains, Nilmad mi Sif HaKodem, we can connect these two, this new halacha in Sif Beis, to the waiter halacha at the end of Sif Aleph, Aflifi Svarok HaMaisa, the Davko LaShamesh Mishum Tirda, the first reason was that you shouldn't give it to the Shamesh because he wouldn't wash his hands, he's a firm guy, but he may be so busy that he'll forget to wash his hands. So according to that, Im Kain Ein Markul Din Zeh, so then where did this Din come from that you can't give it to anybody else? If you're not concerned about Tirda, so why should this Din apply? Unless we're talking here about, yet you know for certain the guy will make a bracha, and then everybody agrees you're not allowed to give food to a person that will not make a bracha on it. If you know for certain the guy doesn't make brachos, so you can't give him food. Except we said the Ramah was mekel in regards to tzedakah. The Lomavkina mitzvah tzedakah, we don't remove the mitzvah tzedakah, bishul chashash shemalayavarik, because of the concern, maybe he won't make a bracha. Even though with the shamish, there's only a concern, maybe he will, maybe he won't, because he's so tolerant. There we said, you don't give it to the shamish. Hosom, hanesina, in that situation, is lavatar tzedakah. You're not giving it to him tzedakah. Shinosin lobavur shishimshu. You're giving it to him because he served you. However, but if you know for certain that the shamish won't make the bracha, or anybody else won't make the bracha, including the poor person, the Mishnah Bura Paskins, you're not allowed to give it to him even as staka. But here he has a major kula. That's only if this guy is a real rush over here, and I'm not making a bracha even though I know how, and I was taught to make a bracha, and I'm just not doing it. The guy doesn't know how to make a bracha. He wasn't raised in a religious environment. He doesn't know you make a bracha. We don't remove the mitzvah tzedakah for such a person. Now, this is a very, very, very practical halacha. There's huge ramifications. A person's at work, and you want to give a co-worker some of your food, but he's not a firm person, and he's not going to make a bracha. You have all sorts of people, you're inviting over to be makari them. Are you allowed to not give them any food because they're not going to make a bracha, they're not going to wash your hands? What type of kiruv is that? The best kiruv is with cholent on Shabbos. And if the guy doesn't know how to make a bracha, or he won't make a bracha, are we not allowed to invite them over and feed them? So there's a huge arichas, which we had a little bit already discussed on this uh, previously. And Simon Kuf Samach Gimel, which Dear Shufutin number four reviews over here. We don't have time to go through all of this over here, but basically there are poskim that are more machmir on this, but almost everybody is makel in a certain extent if it comes into a balchuva type of a category, or if you make the bracha and he'll listen to you, even though he won't make the bracha himself. If he's not a tzalahachisnik, he just doesn't know, then it's certainly good. And if you're doing this uh, to make sure there's no chil Hashem, or if you're doing this in a way to make a kiddush Hashem, so there's all sorts of eterim that a person could possibly invoke over here that you are allowed to give food. Maybe the person will eat non-kosher. If you give him kosher food, at least he's eating kosher food. So based upon many, many different rayas, there seems to be a lot of room to be makel when you're doing this. But you should certainly try to have the person wash his hands. You should certainly try to have him make a bracha, or at least listen to your bracha, and as best as possible to do this in a positive way that won't cause a chil Hashem, and it will make a kiddush Hashem. Look how generous an Orthodox Jew is, and he wants to share his food with you, and he wants you to thank HaKadosh Baruch similar to what Avram Avinu did. He made everybody thank Hashem when they came to his house. Otherwise, they had to pay. So therefore, as much as possible, a person should do this in a way that will make a kiddush Hashem, not make a chilol Hashem, and at the same time, try to accomplish the din that the person washes his hands or at least listens to the bracha that you're making, and that way you'll be yotzei as best as you possibly can. That concludes today's shir.